0: Welcome back to Yomi. If They were learning Masechtas Subas continuing the sixth parak, finishing the sixth parak with Mishnah Zayin, moving on to the seventh parak, Mishnah Aleph. Mishlish Mausabito. So, in our previous Mishnah, we were discussing Yisoma, an orphan girl, and the rights of her dowry and how that worked out. Here, are the case is as follows: a father, before he dies, goes to a third party, a trustee, and says, "Buy a field with this money, and that field will be the the dowry for my daughter." Mishnah Mausabito. And the the girl goes to the trustee and says, look, I know you're supposed to buy a field, and that field will then be my dowry. I have a better idea. This man I'm marrying a trust, he's a lot of business acumen, he's a smart, wise guy. Just give him the money, let him be the one to buy the field so I can get the best deal possible. The first position of mayor is, the trustee cannot listen to this girl this this woman. He has to go and do what he was appointed to do by the father. Mitzvah Lataim Divraham Maest is a mitzvah to follow the words of the deceased, and therefore corner the of mayor, he buys the field, gives it to the daughter, and she then uses that as a dowry, and he's not allowed to listen to her words, which is to give the money to her future husband, and he can buy the dowry. Okay. So basically he says as follows Let's say, let's just say the uh, the field existed already, so this woman can take the field and sell it and give the money to her husband. So the, from the fact that she's able, she has the right to sell the field and give the money to her husband. So why don't we say she now has the power as well to take the money for before she buys the field and give the money to her husband and insist that he be the one to buy it in the first place? So he does allow based on this logic that basically she can liquidate this field and have it and but with that cash give it to her husband. So why don't we why don't we avoid the whole tircha the whole hassle for buying a field? liquidating it, give the money to her husband. Rather, we could just like, give her the money straight to her husband right away. And when is this true? When is this all true? When is it that we uh, will allow her to give the take the money from the trustee and give it to her husband? When the godola, she's an adult woman. But if she's a child, so it's meaningless, she cannot insist the money be given to her husband, even according to Rab Yossi. Okay, the next is going to begins dealing with the laws of neder. Uh, neder is a vow. That this is going to be in a case where a wife is prohibited by a vow to have certain benefits. A person says to his wife, you cannot have any benefit from me. Meaning, um, she can't have any money or goods from her, as in he now can't support her. So for 30 days, he has to appoint some sort of steward to support her. Again, because he still has an obligation to to support her. But here, since he made a vow, he can't be in violation by supporting her directly. Yes, McCain, if it goes on and extends longer than 30 days, Yotz Vitink Suba. So she has the right, he must divorce her, she has the right to collect the Suba from that. You know, that's only Yisrael. By the way, why is that the case? Why is that he has to divorce her for 30 days? The answer is because when you appoint a steward, so it if once it becomes public after 30 days, it's going to be very embarrassing for her. So to avoid the embarrassment, she can just divorce divorce him. Yudah says, though, that's only Yisrael. For one month, the steward arrangement works. After that, she goes out with a but when it comes to a a Kohenes, so then she actually has an extra month. In the third month, he divorces her. And the reason for that is because in a man divorces, a girl divorces his wife, they can always get remarried by a Kohen. They can't get remarried, so we give her a longer period of time before they get divorced. I wish you all a wonderful day.